And the first thing to remember in a crisis is you have to know that God is with you. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby would like your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. Basically, a word of encouragement to some of you, and perhaps many of you, who are dealing with a crisis in your life right now. And if you are one of those that is in the middle of a storm in your life right now, I want you to know that you're in the right place to find answers and to find a peace about your situation. And of course, I don't know what it is. But if there's anything I do know, is that the Word of God has its very own crisis, crisis management policy that we can follow. And it's just like when a golfer... Uh, finds his game falling apart. Now, I would have to have a game before it would fall apart. He's taught to go back to the basic fundamentals of how to swing a golf club in order to get back on track. Then we as Christians also need to hold on to a few important things for us to make it through a crisis. And the first thing to remember in a crisis is you have to know that God is with you. Over and over in the Bible, it tells us that wherever we are, God is right there. We're not alone. It may seem like it right now, but we never go through anything by ourselves. The Word says, never will I forsake you. Never will I leave you. He's with you. And you have to hold on to that promise and hold on to it during a crisis. And the second thing to remember in a crisis is that God has a specific purpose and a plan for your life. And the storm that you're going through is just a temporary setback toward fulfilling your purpose and His plan. And you're probably not going to understand it while you're going through the storm. You know, when the Apostle Paul ended up a prisoner on a ship that encountered a a terrible storm that went on for weeks, everybody on the ship had given up but Paul. And so how could, it re- how could it be that Paul could remain so calm and consistent and confident that they would survive? Well, he could because God had told Paul before that his mission was to go to Rome. And Paul wasn't at Rome yet. You see, external forces may interrupt our life, but nothing can change God's plan for us except our acts of disobedience. The Word says, For I know the plans that I have for you. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. The third thing that we hold on to in a crisis is simply God's promises. You see, God keeps His promises. And He promises to see us through our storms. And oh, your storm may cause some pain. In Paul's case... They had to throw everything they owned overboard and they swam to safety. But as God promised, they made it. God promised Paul and he's promised you will make it too. 
The word says, though I walk in the midst of trouble, you preserve my life. You know, I may have told you this story before sometime, but they say that eagles can sense a storm before it really breaks, and they will go up to a high place, and they will wait until the high winds come. And then they will fly right into the force of the storm and let the winds lift them up higher and higher until they are above the storm. And the air is calm. And they can glide for as far as the eye can see. You see, you can't let your crisis pull you into a depression or a feeling of hopelessness today. Because you can't let despair have the victory that's meant for your faith. Let me say that again. You can't let despair have the victory that is meant for your faith. Your storm will someday be a testimony of God's grace and goodness in your life. And your storm will surely pass. The word says weeping may remain for a night, but joy will come in the morning Listen to me. You just have to know that God is with you. You have to believe He has a plan for you that includes this storm. And you have to hold on to the promises that the Word provides that will sustain you each and every day. And if you do, you'll be like that eagle that is so beautifully described in the book of Isaiah. It says, But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength and they will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not be weary. They will walk and not grow faint. Are you worried about anything today? Stay right there to discover how to turn your worry into worship and your fear into faith. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. What's less than two inches big, fully rechargeable, and comes in three sporty colors? It's Nebo Tools Micro Pocket Light. Impossibly bright and unbelievably small, the Micro features six unique light modes, including the 400 lumen turbo mode and three LED color lighting options, red, green, and white light, to accommodate any situation. The Micro is small enough to conceal in your hand or fit on your key ring. This powerful pocket light even comes with a stainless steel necklace chain to keep this light with you wherever you go. Choose red, black, or silver to match your personal style. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the tiny yet powerful micro pocket light at batteries plus bulbs outlets in hardware stores everywhere and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. And now back to On the Bright Side as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. If you allow me to, just a moment, I want to talk about why is it that we worry, that we worry so much and especially worry so much about money. Now, I don't know about you, but money has always been the easiest thing for me to worry about. Either not having enough of it, or not knowing what to do with it, not knowing how I should handle it, or worried that I'll run out of it. 
that I will always be able to make something work with it. Basically, something involving money is the easiest thing for me to worry about. And it's one of those things that brings me to anxiety. And sometimes even, even fear. Now, I want to share with you for a minute what I have learned that I must do to overcome my worry and anxiety about money. And I'm hoping it will help you if you happen to struggle with money issues like me. Now, not everyone worries about money, and I, and I understand that. Uh, maybe some of you are, are like the guy who found a way to deal with excessive worry over money. He told his best friend how he did it. He said, I've lost my job. I've got lots of credit card debt. My car's being repossessed. My house is in foreclosure, but I'm not worried about any of it. And his friend said, you're not. Why aren't you worried anymore? He said, well, I'm not worried because I've hired a professional worrier. He he does all my worrying for me. His friend said, that's great. How much does your professional warrior, warrior charge you for this service? He said, he charges me $50,000 a year. He said, wow, how are you going to get that kind of money? He said, I don't know. That's for him to worry about. <laughs> Hiring a professional warrior wouldn't really work for me, but something that has helped me through the years are the very words of our Lord and Jesus, save, uh, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, on the subject of worry. And we find his wisdom on this in Matthew chapter 6. And keep in mind that at the time he spoke on this, he had been sharing many things with people about how to live. And in those times, the people worried mostly about basic things like enough, you know, how to get enough to eat and something to wear. So listen to what He says, he said, look, I'm telling you, don't worry about your life. What you will eat and drink or about your body or what you will wear is not life more than food and the body more than clothes. Look at the birds. He said, they don't sow or reap or store away in barns, meaning this means they don't work and get a paycheck or have anything in the bank. And yet, he goes on, your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they are? And can any one of you add a single hour to your life by worrying? And Jesus wasn't finished with this. He says, he goes on and he says, why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers in the field grow? They don't labor and spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all of his splendor was dressed like one of these flowers. What he's saying there is nothing you or man can do can take care of you like your heavenly father. Then he says, if that is how God clothes the grass in the fields, which is here today and thrown in the fire tomorrow, how much more will he clothe you? You of little faith. So don't worry about what to eat and what to wear. For the pagans run after all these things and your heavenly father knows you need them. But seek first the kingdom 
and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you. And then then Jesus wraps this all up by saying, Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Okay, now we need to understand something. Especially me. I'm talking to me. Those are the words of God. Worry and faith cannot coexist in the kingdom of God. Worry is a waste of time. Worry is distracting. Worry is a misuse of our imagination. Worry is a bad investment that never pays off. Worry is harmful to our health. But more than anything, Worry is a sign of our lack of faith. You know, a glass of water weighs about half a pound. And if you hold that glass of water in one hand out here for a little while, let's say four or five minutes, it's it's really not a problem. But after 15 minutes, your arm will really begin to ache. And in 30 minutes, you'll be in pure agony holding that water right out here. Sooner or later, no matter how strong you think you are, you have to lay that water down. And it's the same way with worry. We think it's our job to do it. And many of us carry around worry and stress like it's that's part of us. But the word tells us that it's not. And what the Lord is trying to tell us, that like a glass of water held too long, we in our human condition are just not built to do it by ourselves. You see, the glass of water didn't get any heavier. It still weighs the same one half pound. But on our own, we just aren't made to carry worries, stress, and the burdens of life for any extended amount of time. But here's the good news. He is. Jesus is. And he explains it to us in this passage so that we can give it all to him. Because he's got it all covered. So if you are worried about finances today, or really if you're worried about anything, the Lord wants to turn your worry into worship and your fear into faith. And so when it comes time to pray... Today, I hope that you'll come and you'll let someone pray for you. And you'll find that your faith will rise up and it'll push worry aside. And you'll have the promise of peace that transcends all understanding through Jesus Christ. And when we call on the Lord, we can stand on those promises that he made in Matthew. That all these things will be given to you. So you don't have to worry anymore. The Word says to rejoice in all the good the Lord has given you. Stay tuned and be reminded of the simple fact that if you're in a position to give anything, that is something to praise God for. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back.
Sometimes you discover something that's so ultra cool and handy that it just screams, you need this. Meet the Nebo Tools Slim. This is a thin, ergonomic, rechargeable pocket light that puts out 500 lumens of intense bright light. This isn't like any flashlight you've ever seen, and it's shaped like your cell phone. A task light and flashlight, the Slim fits, hangs, or sits just about anywhere. Fully dimmable with power memory recall, the ultra cool Slim pocket light features a pocket clip, collapsible hanging hook, and powerful magnet base for convenient hands-free lighting. This light will prove so handy that you don't want to go anywhere without it. The Slim, just one of the many reasons why Nebo is the leader in lighting innovation. Find Nebo Tools' intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the ultra-cool and handy Slim, at batteries plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at nebotools.com. That's N-E-B-O tools.com. Use the promo code CHRISTIANRADIO and receive a 10% discount on your order. At work, home, or play, for the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the bright side. And I want to talk about giving again this morning. I want to introduce you to what I call the ouch factor, which is simply a way to remember some important things about how we should all give. You see, I think we already know that tithing is important. In fact, tithing is an act of obedience. And the Word tells us that to obey is better than sacrifice. So, before we talk about giving, it's important to acknowledge that God's not really impressed with our giving unless it's in conjunction with our obedience. So, knowing this, tithing is about what you give. 10% is the tithe. But giving is an offering about how you give. And that's where the ouch factor comes in because when you apply the ouch factor, you find that God is not trying to take anything away from you. Instead, he's trying to help you get to a place of spiritual maturity where you can receive more of what God wants to give you. So let me tell you how the ouch factor works. When you give, give often. In fact, if at all possible in the church, try to give something at every opportunity. Now, this may be unheard of, but I challenge you to never let an offering go by without participating in it somewhat because I discovered that even if my offering is small, it's an expression of my gratitude to the Lord and I'm truly blessed from it every time. Giving often exercises our generosity muscles. And it makes giving an easy and natural thing for us to do. The second part of the ouch factor is to always give unto him. That means that your offering doesn't have to be contingent on anything other than that. It's great to know that your offering is going into something like missions or something like that. But once you give, you don't have to worry about the one you gave it to. You don't have to worry about where the money is going or what they're going to do with it. You simply give it to God and you give unto him and pray in faith that God will bless it. The next ouch factor is the, is the best one. It's to celebrate when you give. The word says to rejoice in all the good the Lord has given you. The simple fact that you're in a position to give anything is something to praise God for. To give an offering 
is by Webster's definition to present something as an act of worship or devotion. So what better reason to celebrate than an event where God is praised and honored? And finally, what makes the ouch factor really work is when you give till it hurts. Now, you have to understand that I'm talking about a healthy kind of hurt. It's the kind of hurt like you feel after you're straining to push that last weight up in the last repetition, and there's pain there, and it might have been hard, but you're glad that you did it. You see, worthwhile giving requires some sacrifice. That's the only way that you know that you're putting God and others in front of your own desires. There's an old saying goes like this. When it comes to giving until it hurts, most people have a very low threshold of pain. Now, I'm not suggesting that every gift or offering has to hurt or be a great sacrifice. But when you take into account your collective giving, and if you don't know that there were things that you gave up or that you would have enjoyed, but for your giving, then you aren't in a place where you can experience everything that God wants to do in your life. You know, those times when you go to a birthday party, and you either didn't want to buy a gift or you didn't think to buy one. So you stopped by the drugstore and you bought a card because you know you can get by with giving a card at a birthday party because they always say it's the thought that counts, right? Well, guess what? The thought doesn't count. It's not the thought that counts. When it comes to giving, it's the gift that counts. Not just because of the cost of the gift, but because of the thoughtfulness that goes into the gift. You see, giving is supposed to hurt a little in order for you to grow a lot. So we give often. We give unto him. We celebrate every time we give. And we give till it hurts. And we let the ouch factor help us grow into more generous people because it's there. It's only there where something good will always happen in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197. Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. 
Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484.